Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. Welcome to Disposable Worlds, the show where we take your ideas, crossbreed them with other people's ideas, and make bigger, badder, scarier ideas. My name is Ryan, and I guess I'm the one breaking into people's backyards and stealing their ideas out of the idea house. Right out of their backyards? Just unchaining them off of their chains and taking them right out of the backyard. Out of their idea houses? Yep. So are these like, are we taking purebred ideas and uh, turning I'll, them into mutts? I'll take any kind, yeah. I'll take Sturdier, any kind. healthier ideas? I'll take the most yeah. ragged, degenerate, mangy idea and crossbreed it In with fact, we, anything. In fact, we prefer it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is good. I am very anti-breeder when it comes to ideas. You know, <laughs> Those ideas will have flaws, like an idea with hip dysplasia down the road. <laughs> An idea that's been bred to just have a squat, a weird squat face. No, I don't approve yeah, of that. Yeah, none of these idea mills. You're going to have to manually inseminate the ideas that you end up creating because they can't even do it by themselves. <laughs> I'm I'm Cody, and uh, besides inseminating the ideas, I also have a secret plan to unbreed these ideas. Go back to the original. Like, I'm trying to make a wolf out of dogs, basically. <laughs> Reverse the clock. Turn back reverse, time. reverse engineer dogs into wolves. <laughs> How would you even uh, do metaphorically that? with these ideas? Yeah, right. dog dogs are too good. They're too nice. We need less of it. We need some rabid, nasty ideas. Someone must have had that plan at some point, right? <laughs> we'll see how it works. We're gonna give it a shot. I mean, you know, chickens and dinosaurs is pretty much the same thing, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm I'm Stephen, and I think I have an idea somewhere around here that I'm <laughs> willing to toss up. To the to, to the to the breeding, nice. sniffing around. Cool. Well, in layman a jerk. in layman terms, uh, what we do is we take uh, idea submissions. We and fuck we... your dogs. Yeah, that's my dog. I'm <laughs> talking about my dog. <laughs> uh, in layman's terms, we take ideas and try to smash them together into big crazy worlds and see if they all kind of work together at the end. Um, so let's. They ha- never have. Uh, they have not ever once. So let's see what we've got here. All right, so our first submission is from Tosser's Delight, and <laughs> Tosser's Delight says uh, simply, Man Scouts. So, Man Scouts as opposed, I guess, to Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts. Or just Well, scouts. that's a pretty baseless fucking assumption, well, I guess, but also probably accurate. Probably. Yeah. Uh, it is one It's one word, so... Um, man, man, man Scouts. Man Scouts. <laughs> Wait, is Boy Scouts two words? I don't know about uh, that actually. I, I think you usually how, how you, none of you guys know anything about this. Boy looks Scouts. this looks more like a last name than a <laughs> an organization. Usually of they men. don't have plural last names. Stevens, Stephen Wee Myers. Do you know? Do you know Peter Mascouts? 
Peter Peter Man Scouts. <laughs> Peter Man Scouts. He he's the inventor of Man Scouts. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, Boy Scouts is two words normally. <laughs> oh, but, oh, so maybe this is just a last name. <laughs> it's just Man Scouts. And Cub Scouts is. I still think also we should words. operate on the assumption that the whoever whatever moron submitted this. Thank you for listening to the show, by the way. Whatever moron submitted mm-hmm. this um, made made a crucial error and meant to do Man Scouts and not. Mint scouts. They intended. They, well, I, I just, I'm, I'm gonna live in this world. The leader of the man scouts is Peter Man Scouts. <laughs> He's the founder. So, what do man scouts do? Um, um, I'd imagine it's probably well, a lot of you know what? beer involved. I'm sure I'm not the only one here who's experienced a lot of frustration with the fact that at a certain age you just can't be a part of Boy Scouts anymore. Yeah, I know. I need someone to teach me how to tie a knot. Yeah. And I'm sure some people out there are thinking, why not join the military? No. <laughs> but that guns, sounds scary. That's guns for, are no, scary. That's for pussies. Yeah. And does the military give you sashes or badges mm-hmm. or yeah. short shorts? Yeah. Do you or get to, knives. in the Man Scouts, as you get better and better, do you get different types of mustaches that you get to sew to your uniform? <laughs> well, I mean, that if, if you earn the mustache badge, yes, Ryan. Uh, yeah. You get the handlebar and you get the... Uh, the King Perrier or something. I'm just. I think there's just the one, the, the like the mustache master. Mastery of mustache. Uh, mustache. Mastery of mustache. The, the ultimate mustache badge. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Mustache mustachemanship. Uh, <laughs> I would imagine. So you remember those uh, sashes that like you had when you had too many different. Um, oh, do I? Yeah, when you yes. had too many different. That, that definitely. Uh, yeah, badges. You got like a sash, like like uh, mm-hmm. like war. Gotta keep those badges somewhere. Okay, first of all, man scout nomenclature bandolier. Bandolier. Not sash. bandolier. Yeah. So yeah. it's a mandolier. I would imagine that every you can keep a gun there. Every beer that you drink, you get to staple the bottle cap of the beer to your to your bandolier. Wait, so this is not like a uh, this is not a church affiliated organization. No, this like is Boy this Scouts? is Man Scouts. This is a, this is a bar affiliated organization. <laughs> so Pete, here. so Pete Man Scouts was at a bar one day, and someone was like, "Hey, man, your name <laughs> sounds all like Boy Scouts, huh?" He's like, "Well, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna do that." Like, and so he you went. Know what? I'm just gonna embrace it. What if we started tying? What if we started tying knots at the bar? You know, <laughs> he went that night and slept outside beside the dumpster, and a new scouting was born. Mm-hmm. This is how to get by in a man's that's, world. This is a man's way to get through a man's world. Dumpster diving. Well, so I have a question. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that Peter Man's Peter Man Scouts <laughs> uh, like pulls anything from Boy Scouts for Man Scouts? Like the the key tenets of Boy Scouts or like their motto or anything like that? Do you think uh, he, he takes from that and it, you know, like builds on top of it for Man Scouts? Like like be uh, what is it? Be prepared or something like that. Never lie. Uh. Now it's like uh, it's beef beef repaired. <laughs> Keep your beef in check, boys. <laughs> just, I mean, man. Be, beef prepared. <laughs> it's all about roast beef sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about keeping your dick in check. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's probably that's, that that's, too. That's the unspoken rule. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's... We got to keep our beef repaired, boys. Beef repaired. <laughs> Uh, all right. We all know we have beef problems as we age. Listen, these tight shorts can be cut off the circulation to your beef. You got you to be careful about that. You got to make sure your beef is self-marinating at all times. We all know these shorts are critical to scouting. <laughs> beef maintenance check, men. You got to be able to dismantle and rebuild your beef in 30 seconds flat. <laughs> so what? All right. So 
Boy Scouts, though, like you weren't like actually scouting out for boys, or maybe they were. I think that that was probably. <laughs> I think that actually was a problem that the Boy Scouts boys. had for a while. Welcome to our new podcast, Man Scouts, where we scout out for the tastiest, <laughs> delicious, most delicious man men. Scouts. <laughs> uh, George Clooney. I'm your lead man scout, Cody. It's George Clooney every month. <laughs> it is. No, well, mine's Chris Hemsworth this month. Oh, actually, that's true. Okay, that's a good point. Oh man. See, I, I would probably join this if it was just. Wait, which one? Either, either <laughs> one. Either one, as long as it was beef marinating and um, uh, bottle cap collecting, and uh, like, like you get like a, a a badge for like playing bloody knuckles for like an hour straight or something like that. Arm wrestling, wood carving. Uh, what's what's the age restriction for man scouts? When when can you become as, a man scout? As soon as you as soon as you're not allowed to go to in, uh, to a boy scout jamboree that you can automatically join is there something above is there something above man scouts though is there like grandpa scouts? that's what i was gonna ask what about dad scouts like is it man scouts then dad, dad scouts? scouts man okay dad scouts because dad scouts i am yeah. way into like I'm, i've never been interested in having kids until i heard the idea of dad, dad scouts. scouts man so you get like merit badges for like really having your kid in check like I think I think Dad Scouts no no Dad Scouts is what like you tell your wife there's another scouting trip oh. and it's just where you and the boys get together and hang out and you put the kids in like another room or something while you guys <laughs> dad out. Everybody strips down into their undies and watches football. Yeah, honey, I gotta take a little Timmy on another long weekend. It's a it's a scout out. It's, <laughs> it's scouts. another one of those dang scout trips. You wouldn't understand yeah. it. You get merit badges for tying your kids to a chair and locking yeah, them in the basement. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The dads just tie their children down and then go on an adventure together. Yeah. All right, little Timmy, just close your eyes and imagine you're having fun. Stay here and look <laughs> at the stars. You have a whole night. We're going to go do this ayahuasca. <laughs> Dad scouts, ho! Dad scouts away! <laughs> Uh, and they still wear shorts. I would imagine. Oh, of course. I think it gets. I think it gets shorter. The shorts get shorter as you age, as you as you get older, and each each progr- as you progress through the different levels of scouthood. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to be an eagle dad scout. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? Eagle, eagle dad scout. Eagle <laughs> the dad. Top rank of the dad scout. You have to give birth to an eagle. So wait, hold on. But in Boy Scouts, the troop leader usually is a man or dad. So who's the troop leader of the dad scouts? A grandpa. Probably a, del- a juvenile delinquent. Or a grandpa. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's got to It's got to be an but, older dad. Well, I mean, eventually, well then who's the den master for gramp scouts then? Like um, the oldest grandpa. No, there's got to it's got to come full circle. <laughs> like a, it has to come full circle at some point. So you like you just a baby? Yeah, like a baby. <laughs> an infant. Uh, or um, maybe it's like it's it's i don't know maybe like uh then it becomes some sort of a death cult and it's just like uh like necromancy at that point or something like that like their den leader is just a pile of bones of all of the old <laughs> of all of the gramp scouts that have like passed when, on when the, when the next grandpa dies he tosses his bones yeah. onto them <laughs> they just throw them into the pile it would be nice like we're joking about this but it would be nice if there were a lifetime track for boy scouts because you know what there's a lot of men on the street out there who could really use a community to thrive in Mm -hmm. you know because as soon as you're done being a boy scout they just kick you out they just dump you on the street and like all right nothing left yeah and then all you have to do and then all that's left is to join an adult gang (laughs) (laughs) that's when the the leather jackets come out and you join the cobras 
The leather daddies. They, the leather they call daddies. it the <laughs> they call it the Boy Scout to prison cycle. <laughs> I'm gonna it's write hopeless. to my congressman today <laughs> yeah. about man scouts. <laughs> we need this, and of course, of course, ladies can join man scouts. I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would join. Uh, let's 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 throw <laughs> let's throw some other ideas into here. Just kind of see how, if they gel. Um, so next up, Human Rocket says the number one worldwide industry is shoes for animals. Um, is that because Man Scouts has taken off and that's one of the merit badges? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That's exactly what I was These thinking. really go hand in hand. <laughs> those men have to have something to do. It's just like in Boy Scouts how they made those friendship bracelets. Yeah. yeah. Man Scouts make, make shoes for animals. <laughs> you, have to, you, have to, you have to shot an, an animal. To get your because what's more fun than getting drunk with your friends and shotting an animal? <laughs> Nothing much. I mean, besides, I just thought of another great merit badge, which is just making the biggest uh, ever clear Jello shot in a in a wheelbarrow, and I think that's a really good idea. And you got that from <laughs> Shoes for Birds? I don't know. I'm just thinking of things to do if I was a man scout. Like, <laughs> so we know we know Ryan's talking about the Everclear bottles, but Cody and I are over here talking about Shoes for Birds. Is making Shoes for Birds not good enough for you? Like, how are you going to have time to make an Everclear Jello shot when they're making Shoes for just Birds? Just think about how magnificent peacocks could be if they wore shoes. <laughs> Ooh, dapper! Oh my god, classy. My only problem with that is that those peacocks are going to those peacocks are going to get entirely too much action, and we're going to have so many peacocks. They're going to peacock population explodes after the onset of peacock loafers. If this is a merit, if this is a merit bad situation, though, I'm pretty sure that most of the shoes are going to be made out of old milk. Milk containers, like milk gallon jugs and stuff like oh, that. Oh, wait. No, but this is the world's biggest fucking industry. You think we're yeah. making shoes out of goddamn yeah. milk cartons? Yeah. No, you're right. No, man. You're right. I imagine each animal not only has a pair of shoes, they've got a closet full of shoes, man, depending on the it's, occasion. This is, yeah, this is huge. But who's buying? So, so people are buying these shoes for animals and then giving them to the animals? Well, I imagine maybe this is a world where like, we're not as restricted on the pets that we can have. So people uh. are shotting their indoor tigers and shit like <laughs> Yeah. In addition to that, there's probably wealthy billionaires like your maybe Bill Gates. His charitable foundations are more focused on shotting wild animals. Uh, the animals that can't, that yeah. don't have a, a patron to buy them shoes. Mm-hmm. And it is wildly successful. I donate to that every year. <laughs> so, so they're out there with their um, their tranquilizer guns, tranking rhinos and stuff like like white rhinos and like cobblers without borders. <laughs> cobblers without borders. <laughs> Uh, oh man, um, the the green cross stitch. God. <laughs> or is it the red cross? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> they don't even know. Um, what about? Is there a different merit badge for each type of animal you can? Uh, that, oh, def. I think so. I mean, yeah. this is the number one worldwide. The industry. snake badge is the hardest to get, probably. Uh, or the whale. The whale's not easy. <laughs> the whale. Yeah, the whale badge is real tough. It's not easy. First you, have, first, you have to force, forcefully beach a whale. Yeah, you got to bring it up on land first, and that's that's rough. That's a lot well, that's, of work. That's only if you haven't gotten your scuba badge yet. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess I guess they're underwater shoes, you know. Yeah, but you can give For a whales. whale bigger flippers. If we're if we're if we're putting shoes on all animals, there's a lot of, of animals in the ocean. That's true. We would definitely develop the technology to we're not, shod. We're not fish. thinking about sh- un, you know water shoes. 
you know, I think this isn't such a bad idea. Maybe this is a way to humanize animals so that people are less frightened of them in the wild. Like if I'm swimming around, uh, piddle paddling around in the ocean and I see a big old great white shark, mm -hmm. like that's going to scare the shit out of me. And I'm going to probably going to shit myself, yeah. like literally scare all of the shit will evacuate out of me right out. But if I see that he's wearing a nice new pair of suede, waterproof somehow, yeah. suede sneakers. Especially like, if they're the squeaky kind that toddlers have. Yeah. So that, like, well he's got he's got he's got those Jordans. Exactly. I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna feel like I can relate to this creature, you know? We we there's like a level of respect there. Mm -hmm. I do think it's a good it's a good idea though in like places like Sri Lanka to you have to shod the tigers in squeaky, sparkly shoes that light up when they walk. Just so you have a little bit of <laughs> A little bit of warning. Yeah, That's a little horrifying. Warning. You're off in the Serengeti, and you just you just he, like see the the flashing of a tiger's paw prints. Yeah. yeah, tigers, tigers and panthers, both creatures that need like lots of light up. Yeah, or give them rollies, those rolly shoes, mm -hmm. just to make sure. Just wheelies. To, yeah, the wheelies, just to. So this is a lot like the movie The Ghost in the Darkness, which I try to re reference as often as possible in this show. <laughs> which would be way funnier if they had sparkly, squeaky <laughs> shoes on the entire time. So, yeah, Val Kilmer, instead of killing a lion, he, like, tackles and shods <laughs> it. <laughs> He's, like, a hero. He's like, he did it! <laughs> uh... Or the lion. The nightmare's over. <laughs> we put squeaky shoes on the man-eating lion. Yeah, now we'll know when he's after us. <laughs> that does seem like a very man scout thing to do. Val Kilmer probably was yeah. a member of the man oh, yeah. scouts when he I did mean, that. I mean, needlessly, needlessly putting yourself into immense danger for just a laugh, just a really funny that's the, laugh. That's a man scout tenant right there. That's advanced scouting right there. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Um, all right, so let's see what else we got here too. So, man scouts, uh, worldwide industry, uh, shoes for animals, and Chef Robert Irvine says every year on your birthday. Your chances of dying from a Final Destination slash Rube Goldberg machine style death increases 80% for 24 hours. So on your birthday, you're way more likely to just be killed by some sort of uh, mousetrap board game style series of uh, catastrophic events. I feel like there's a pretty clear distinction between a Final Destination style death and a Rube Goldberg device. Yeah, I'm pretty sure none of the Final Destination deaths were actually Rube goldbergish in any unless it's like god's rube goldberg yeah maybe well technically in that sense everything everybody that dies is really a rube like we're just living in the world's largest rube goldberg yeah. machine designed to kill everybody inside of it called called the universe yeah yeah the the beginning mm -hmm. the beginning of of <laughs> the big bang is just the spark that sets off the mousetrap god just flicked over that first domino and boom now all of our deaths are going to just be part of the big cosmic Rube Goldberg device. <laughs> and he's just laughing and laughing. 80%. Does that compound? Compounded interest, 80%. 24 hours every year. Every, your, every your, birthday? Your death, your death chances increases. Yeah, because it doesn't say... You know what? Well, Being born on a leap year wouldn't be that bad. Hey, just yeah, saying. there you go. Yeah, that's true. People born on leap years, they get to live forever. They get they get to make it until they're they're hundred and two. How tragic would it be to be celebrating your your leap year baby's first birthday when they're technically four years old and they tragically die in an elaborate Rube Goldberg device? They are suddenly <laughs> killed by a, a falling stack of dominoes. Uh, I feel like our knowledge, the human race's knowledge of like mechanical engineering, would be 
really phenomenal, like phenomenal at this point. Like if anybody realized this and just saw that like, man, people are really dying from like these crazy mechanical machine style deaths that are just arising in nature, like naturally. There's just so much to learn from that. We dismantled that. There'd probably be a Rube Goldberg expert on the scene of every every death. <laughs> Would the man scouts be working against these machines, or are the man scouts the ones making these machines? This might actually be from the man scouts. They're out there. This is something the man scouts are doing. Yeah. The most uh, the most sought after badge for a man scout is the Rube Goldberg the badge. Rube, the Rube Goldberg kill. <laughs> to kill somebody with a Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> you have to. You have to build a Rube Goldberg device with your own hands. It, and it can only be on their birthdays. It, it's it's the, the <laughs> law of the universe. It's, it's how you make it fair. But everyone on Earth's chance of dying this way increases. Are all people part of the Man Scouts? <laughs> or, or is it from the other direction where, like, everybody's a Man Scout. And on your birthday, you have it's the only window you have to get your Rube Goldberg machine merit badge. And 80 per, like 80% of the people that try, attempt it die. Uh, mm. Every time, yeah, it's a tough batch to get. You have to survive your own Rube Goldberg <laughs> machine. You have to design. You have to design a machine to kill you, and to kill yourself. Yeah, and the only way to get the merit badge is to be killed by it. And the reason the reason it goes up by eighty percent is because you're smarter every year, so you're able to build a more complicated yeah. Rube Goldberg machine <laughs> that's more likely to kill you. And the reason why you could potentially get a Final Destination style death is because on the off chance you survive your machine, you've technically cheated death. Yeah, and death's gonna then come and knock. It's coming for you, man. Yeah, this is this that, that that makes a whole lot of sense. So I haven't really seen the Final Destination movies, but does anyone survive their final destination? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I would hope that everybody dies by the end of the movie. That would make sense, that, right? Yeah, that's that's the, the most logical ending. Or how, yeah. like, I mean, because otherwise, how do you placate death and be like, I know you were supposed to kill me and you have a agenda to do it, but like what can I do to make this not happen? Like, how do you placate uh, death? Build me the greatest Rube Goldberg device you've ever seen. Do you suppose that this is the way that, like, they're also... I mean, if they're really good at Rube Goldberging stuff, like, is that how they're getting shoes on animals? Is that they've just got... Probably. Oh, my God. That's like... It's just like traps yeah. out in the wild. Yeah. But instead of trapping an animal, it, <laughs> it shods it. Suddenly suddenly, an elephant is sliding down a hill at 40 miles an hour and shoes have been slipped onto it. Now, Timmy, that was a very impressive trap for that panther. But you only shod three of its paws. You've got to get that fourth if you want your man scout badge. And you did kill it. You did end up killing it, which is not okay. <laughs> It's yeah. not. That's not a goal. That's that's no. That's bad. Well, that's that's a good point. When it says everyone's birthday, does that count for animals too? Are animals dying in a coop from Goldberg devices? But on their birthdays, are we keeping track of this? It must be. Yeah. I mean, there's no like, there's no discriminating element to this statement. It's like in the ocean, sharks just out in the wild for whatever. What reason. does an underwater Rube Goldberg machine look like? Oh my god. We won't know until we make it, Steven. I, I can't even imagine. Probably a lot like an above water one, but submerged. Just like lots of pipes and bowling balls. Oh, you know, there's probably a lot of cool things that you can do with it using like like air, you know, floating to the surface and oh, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, mantis shrip style. <laughs> exactly. Fucking, some fucking underwater <laughs> sonic explosions. Yeah. Does, yeah. And, yeah. All right. Okay. And maybe you can use like 
active volcanoes, active C4 volcanoes. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, man. Maybe, okay, so on your birthday, I, I'm just trying to figure out why specifically on your birthday this would happen. But maybe. Why does God do anything? Maybe mm-hmm. there is a really awesome restaurant called Final Destination. And on your birthday, oh. they give you a free, like, meal. Like, it's the best <laughs> pizza party you've ever had the only trade-off for the free meal is that it's poison <laughs> well <laughs> you, you may be killed because they also specialize in rube goldberg style machines that generally kill a very large population of their um of their of their um audience so maybe i mean like if you had a chance to go like there's an 80 percent chance well it increases by 80 percent. it's not even an 80 percent chance <sighs> i don't know 80 yeah, percent chance is pretty high I'm telling you, I I think I think you're getting better at building your own Rube Goldberg machine every year. Yeah, because 80 percent chance, like on your first birthday, the odds of you dying from a Rube Goldberg significant device. Well, at least in our world, it's pretty low. In that world, it's probably a little higher, but still not all that mm-hmm. high. Like, all right, Margaret, it's John's first birthday. <laughs> Whatever we do, we just <laughs> got to make sure not to put him in any in any one of our many Rube Goldberg devices that we have around the house. <laughs> Keep around the house that we've been building on our birthdays every year. <laughs> Definitely not the one that has a gun or or the other one that has an axe at the end. Do you think it's the, that swings wildly? Do you think everybody has one Rube Goldberg machine that they've been trying to perfect every year? Is it, or do you start from scratch every year? It's not easy to get that Man Scout badge, dude. No. Yeah. I think I think most people are working on perfecting their one Rube Goldberg machine, but occasionally you get like a real Nikola Tesla, who is just <laughs> building Rube Goldberg machines left and right. He's like the Johnny just, Appleseed of just, Rube Goldberg. Yeah, Johnny machines. Rube Goldberg Appleseeds. He's just leaving them out there. Just leaving them everywhere. People are stumbling into him. <laughs> just out of just, the wild. This isn't even my birthday. <laughs> yeah that's true it says like the odds are increased by 80 percent. what if the odds are super fucking occasionally occasionally you just stumble into one (laughs) it's rough it's rough it's like hey man you want to go for a hike it's like whoa i don't want to die no man no man (laughs) there's rube goldberg devices (laughs) all over the damn wilderness i heard johnny goldberg was around freaking man scout supreme oh i heard it was i heard Pete Man, Man Scouts was out there. Pete Man Scouts, <laughs> Goldberg machine genius. Uh, or is is it the opposite? Are the Man Scouts building these, or are Man Scouts the scouts that are out there trying to dismantle Rube Goldberg machines? Maybe there's like a there's a counter group of Man Scouts trying to dismantle. <laughs> oh, there are different sects. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there are different sects. Like mm-hmm. some of them, the most important badge you could get is like. Well, that's yeah. that's one very specific yeah. sect. Yeah, that's the Rube Goldberg sect. Very specific and wildly popular. Most people are in that sect. <laughs> yeah, most they love it. Tons of <laughs> tons of uh, tons of press has been devoted to the Rube Goldberg machine man scouts. <laughs> but they, they're lesser known dismantlers. You know, they're out there. They're out there doing important work, saving lives. They're like the Coast Guards. You know, nobody cares. Never accept any candy on Halloween that is not already in a wrapper because it could be a Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> Just Never accept away. anything ever because it could be any absolutely anything could be a Rube Goldberg device mm-hmm. or at least part of one. Like if you just walk into a room and you see a whole bunch of uh, mechanisms and pulleys and levers all over the place, <laughs> don't fucking touch no. it because that might be a Rube Goldberg device. And birthday birthday cakes are generally trapped, booby trapped. 
yes. with Rube Goldberg machines. The worst part about it is like as soon as you know that you've activated one, you just have to watch it. <laughs> You're just like, frozen. <laughs> well, it's so fascinating. Could you look away from a Rube Goldberg device that's active? <laughs> like even if you know that at the end a shotgun's going to blast you in the dick, <laughs> like you're going to watch that whole thing from beginning to end every step but not only that but it's like what what do you do is it expecting that you're going to run and that's part of the trap <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. like what's the safest bet there is you just stand still and the shotgun at the very end turns towards the door and blasts because it expects <laughs> you to have run up the door it's just like <laughs> <laughs> 30 years old made it <laughs> but yeah the person who's been building this has been studying your psychology uh-huh you gotta blow out the candles on the birthday cake fast because if they're they're on long enough, they'll burn the string that is holding <laughs> onto the hatchet that activates the device. Or or is the fl- or is the flame what's keeping the uh, Rube Goldberg machine from igniting or or setting off? Yeah, you gotta you gotta figure it out. It's a time puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't figure it every out by birthday, the time uh, every, the happy birthday year. song is sung, uh, like you're uh, you're uh, done. Yeah. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! All I can think of is the Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> oh shit. Um, let's throw another one in here. Uh, so Starbeard Boy says simply, "Predators." So I would imagine yeah. in in Man Scouts, there's probably a lot of predators, well, or I think a lot of sexual predators. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. Taking advantage of those poor young mans, just other mans. I mean, that's a different oh. sort of situation. There's a lot of consenting adults in that situation, and there's a lot of non-consenting adults. Uh, you're also way more able to. Wait, you make the non-consenting adults sound like bad people. No, no I'm not. I'm just. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not, not at all. Um, I mean, they are prudes, but whatever. Um, but I, but also, you're much more able to defend yourself at that age. So, like, that might actually be a a merit badge among like more of the darker. Well, you've defended yourself from a sexual. You've defended predator. yourself from a predator. Yeah, you've defended yourself from a sexual predator. Whereas the other darker like groups may actually get a merit badge for sexually predating oh. another grown man oh, okay man. we could go in this direction but the first thing i thought of when you mentioned predators was that that's who's building the devices <laughs> the predator team the outer space With predators their advanced alien technology they're building wild elaborate alien Rube Goldberg well devices. i mean that's not like a bad idea because honestly like the predators that showed up here in the movies originally those might have just been you know, just the the alpha male versions, but there's pro- like they're also building spaceships and shit, right? So like, yeah, there's got to be some science science nerd predators yeah, too, and they get their jollies from making way overly intricate Rube Goldberg machines that eventually they want to see how many people they can take out on their birthday at a time. I mean, it's like a trick shot for them. It's like wait, so wait, hold on. We we asked if so it happens to everyone on their birthday. We asked if it happens to animals. Does it also happen to alien predators? I mean, it has to. Like, are they at risk of dying in their own Rube Goldberg devices <laughs> on, on their birthdays? On their birthdays? Yeah. It has is to. It by, is it by their space year or our space year? You know, is that like... how Jesus died? <laughs> <laughs> it can't be ruled out. Yeah. I mean, there's no way to prove that it didn't happen that way. Yeah. That's true. Um. Okay. So maybe an alien built a, a Rube Goldberg machine. That was just so it's called Earth. Called Earth. That is so insanely accurate. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is just that's just what it does. Like it's like it's beyond our reckoning, but somehow it knows when your birthday is, and it's going to try and target you. It finds and kills you. Okay, so the only and the only way to prevent it is by covering yourself in mud. 
So it can't yeah. see you with its heat vision. It can't. It can't. Yeah. Because yeah. they can't see you any other way either. Mm-hmm. And to be Arnold Schwarzenegger huge, which is a merit badge. <laughs> so do okay. So predators originally came here to hunt the the most dangerous game, which is man. Apparently, man scouts. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was but, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah, yeah. So specifically <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. But do they? And after he won, they were just like, "All right, uh, we're yeah. done here." But then mm-hmm. is that why is that why they keep coming back? Is now the nerd ones are coming to to battle the greatest Rube Goldberg machine of all time. They've set up a challenge for themselves. That's a good question. But like, so are, are you proposing that that first predator is the one who brought the, the, the earth Rube Goldberg machine here? Or is this just like, this is just the world we grew up on. I don't know. And they're here to challenge us. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I mean, they came. Are we, are we the most dangerous game because we've been surviving these Rube Goldberg machines for so long and they've, they've been studying us. Maybe what happened is the Predators came and Arnold Schwarzenegger killed the first one. And that was like a declaration of war to the Predators. Because they've been searching from planet to planet for someone who could stop them. And then they found a planet that had an Arnold Schwarzenegger on it and he did it. (laughs) And so the Predators are fighting, but Arnold just keeps like biting their faces out of their bodies (laughs) and just killing them. And just like he's figured out all the hot tips and tricks on how to do it Mm -hmm. with the mud and everything. You know, and the the bow and arrow that barely shoots out of the bow. <laughs> vastly, God, vastly superior weapons. That movie is so amazing. So anyway, we're just completely fucking the predators up, and right when they're about to give up, they watch the Great Mouse Detective, <laughs> and one of the nerd predators who they never listen to is like, "Boys, I got me an idea," and it turns out that Rube Goldberg devices are for whatever reason super effective against us. We just can't. We just can't resist the urge to watch it as it kills us. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you? look away. Humans are so curious by nature, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Your head follows, like, every movement, like, <gasps> what? It's our greatest oh. weakness. There's no denying. Well, let's uh, let's keep stirring this pot and see what else shakes out. Um, 12-time Tony says, Rickypedia, which I don't... <laughs> understand just at all an explanation of all rickies Ricky's. wait hold on wait wait, wait. ricky like rick rickypedia yeah, yeah rickypedia rickypedia <laughs> what if that's just some guy named ricky who has strong opinions on things welcome to my rickypedia <laughs> welcome to my rickypedia or i <laughs> i will explain I, everything adam will go through the encyclopedia britannica alphabetically and list off my opinions on everything a Aardvark. <laughs> they look silly. Aardvark. Not entirely sure what an aardvark is. Had to look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> Had to look it up. By the way, Wikipedia sucks. Wikipedia. A lot sucks. of big words on there. Yeah, the list for Wikipedia. Like, see, see better version of Wikipedia. 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 It just links back to it. Yeah, I think it's just some guy named Ricky with strong opinions about. Well, things. is the Wikipedia the like the Man Scouts handbook? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably where pete man scouts first because i'm sure wikipedia is partially like uh crowdsourced because eventually ricky's like you know what this was a big undertaking i can't do it alone <laughs> on. there's a lot of things in the encyclopedia but he does approve what gets put into wikipedia uh-huh. and man scouts was placed there originally by by pete man scouts <laughs> he used the most popular website he could think of to get the word out Wikipedia. about man scouts 
Can you imagine the up. amazing like depth of knowledge of Rube Goldberg machinery and mechanisms that exists on Wikipedia? I thought you were going to say Ricky. <laughs> Rube Goldberg de- m- devices on Wikipedia. It's that thing that kills you on your birthday. <laughs> it's that thing the aliens put out into the woods that kills you on your birthday. <laughs> There's a there's a spoken word version of Wikipedia, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like when you turn on your audio like reader. Yeah, it, it reads through the whole chapter, the whole page for you. And Ricky did it himself, which is impressive. He's a busy guy. Well, yeah, he's got a lot of shit to talk about. Um, poor Ricky. So is Wikipedia though? Like, I mean, if that's the Scouts Handbook, is there is there a handbook? sized one like can you carry it with you or is it purely online is it like an that's an interesting question hmm. a man scout should be able to carry up to 70 pounds of anything at any <laughs> 70, given 70 pounds of wikipedia with him 70 pounds times. of wikipedia so it is you can carry it with you it's really fucking heavy mm, yeah but since you're a man scout one of the key tenets is strength i think yeah well not not complaining about the things that hurt not, you yeah exactly <laughs> it goes it goes tenant number one Rube goldberg device knowledge tenant number two str- strength strength. <laughs> strength uh tenant number three is shutting up about stuff that sucks really bad and hurts and wikipedia is law <laughs> so, Always so Wiki- follow ricky wikipedia is not like a, a like a crowdsourced editable thing it's just one no it one is guy well how else could pete man scouts put it in there unless he cut a deal with wikipedia to get man scouts in are, there are you saying the pete man scouts and wikipedia are in on this together well pete man scouts probably like he was like the only way to get man the the word of man scouts out there to everyone is through wikipedia <laughs> so ricky if i accept wikipedia as the official man scouts handbook and guide will you allow me to post on wikipedia yeah and ricky made that one exception Mm-hmm. So it's it's just Ricky and Pete Man Scouts. Ricky still did the vocal the the spoken word web version of it though. Uh, so Man Scouts. <laughs> is Wikipedia tied in somehow with your eighty percent chance of death on your birthday, where like you can go to Wikipedia and look up what you where you need to be, and like what the moves are to avoid the Rube Goldberg machine. For your birthday, so you look up yourself, and it's like on your thirtieth birthday, walk forward ten feet, step back. How does Ricky know this? Step back two <laughs> feet, jump to the left, jump to the right, duck. <laughs> um, and it, there's a pretty good chance that you'll be able to survive the Rube Goldberg machine that's coming for you on that day. Okay, but the predators are also probably reading Wikipedia. <laughs> well, if it's a crowdsourced thing, there's a good chance that they're in there screwing it up for you, and that's that's where the margin of error comes from. I would imagine that at some point this world is just a giant Rube Goldberg machine. And the only way to navigate it sort of successfully is to just read Wikipedia. Just constantly be on Wikipedia. Yeah, it'll tell you. That's probably why everyone is a man scout and reads Wikipedia, because that's the only way to survive. Mm. Particularly on your birthday. Or maybe or maybe or maybe the predators cut a deal with Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who doesn't isn't a man scout and doesn't read Wikipedia, the predators get to kill with a Rube Goldberg device. <laughs> what did Ricky give the predators? Uh, an entry on Wikipedia. I don't know. <laughs> they they want more than that. These are the predators. predators. The predators probably acknowledge the value of Wikipedia. It's probably even become like the guidebook to the galaxy. 
it's it's become like a training montage for them, like observing well, maybe, humans. When the maybe when the predators were losing the war, that's when they start like they met with Ricky, and he gave him the idea for the Rube Goldberg device. It's all been a vast conspiracy. Ricky just wants to watch the world burn. <laughs> He's the most basically. cowardly of cowards, the most Benedict of Benedict Arnold's. Steven, you totally just muted yourself. What if, what if Arnold Schwarzenegger throughout the whole movie of Predator was just avoiding an invisible Rube Goldberg <sighs> machine? That's that's where the mud came from. Like it, it's all just it's all just part of the the movie. You know, you can't see it this whole time. The Rube Goldberg machines are like the the predators are studying us avoiding these Rube Goldberg machines. What is a robot or a cyborg if not a Rube? Goldberg machine in like an anthropomorphic yeah an autonomous Rube Goldberg framework. machine Rube Goldberg's ultimate machine he's kind of like uh god who's the guy from Dragon Ball Z who makes all the the fucking robots Rube, and shit Rube Goldborg um robots oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah Dr. Jero oh shit <laughs> Yeah. Well done, Steven. (laughs) (laughs) I found that one in my brain. (laughs) I like I like Rube Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, that's that's very good. Um, That's the well, that's the ultimate incarnation. Once the Rube Goldberg machines become self-aware, they start giving themselves uh, bodies, and they become the Rube Goldborgs. And the convenient thing is, is we try taking them out with like EMP bombs. But it's it's just marbles in there. Like it's just there's just like levers and, and yeah, it's just yeah. clockwork. It's, it's all physics. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. That's how they function. That's something rough. That's really rough. They don't. They rely. They rely on. Yeah, it's incredible. As soon as you kill the first one, you realize it's just like a what? This is just a series of dominoes. This is this is there's just dominoes in here. This is just two thousand dominoes in here. <laughs> and somehow it knew my name. How, how did it talk? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's just powered on wind and human this blood is, somehow. This I is don't just know. eight bowling balls. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Rube Goldborg has managed to extend his life hundreds of years <laughs> by becoming one with his device. <laughs> That is honestly, that is incredibly horrifying, yeah. though, to think that somebody had the sort of like foresight and like prescience to be able to like program a cyborg with nothing but <laughs> piano string wire and like <laughs> and like several rocks that fall over at the precise time. Just rubber bands and matches. Like, <laughs> how did they do this? <laughs> It could leap thirty feet in the air. <laughs> it killed my it, it killed my child right in front of me. <laughs> it killed Carl Weathers <laughs> on TV. <laughs> it was yes. played by Jean Claude Van Damme, Jean- and then replaced. Jean Claude Van Damme was not harmed in the making of this movie. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme was not a Rube Goldberg device in the making of this movie. Think of all the other. If you can make a, a humanoid hunting machine mm-hmm. out of a Rube Goldberg device, think about what you like. Yeah. What can't you make? You, you know, you're unstoppable at that point. My only problem is if the Earth is a Rube Goldberg device, doesn't mean it'll stop 
like the mechanisms and it will stop um, eventually. Once it's destroyed the last human being. That's its ultimate goal. Would it just like does does it stop revolving around the sun? Like what happens when it stops? <laughs> you know, like Well maybe there has to be someone like maintaining it, upkeeping the on the machine. inside. Oh, maybe it's Rube Goldborg himself. This whole time. He's down there, the mastermind. He's he's been keeping us alive. Maybe that's what the predators want. They want like the the the, the mechanism. <laughs> The Earth machine, the ever spinning Earth machine, <laughs> and maybe each one of us is actually an elaborate Rube Goldborg device created by Rube Goldborg himself. <laughs> we only exist to keep the Earth going. We exist to keep it going. We're all part of the mechanism, and we also exist to fight predators <laughs> and be man scouts. Uh, we just we just exist to create the human blood that's necessary to grease the cogs of the uh, the Rube Goldberg machine. Maybe it's like maybe when Rube Goldberg makes a machine, he doesn't really know what's go- what what's going to become of it. You know what's going to happen mm-hmm. when he originally makes the Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. So like, like when Ricky when Ricky made Wikipedia, he's like, I can't believe I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been more proud of anything in my life. And when when Pete Manscouts made Pete Manscouts, like he was just like, this is the the machines that I'm making are just <laughs> taking the life I've given them and yeah. taking it to such great extremes i could i never could have even never dreamed he's he's only making the cores you know the the internal bits and he sends off the goldberg machines to become their own their own life ones. exactly each one he just like he's like what what if what happens if i put the match over here instead yeah <laughs> oh man scouts what, what if i use 28 dominoes this time <laughs> awful nightmare world <laughs> where anything can kill five you five stars <laughs> yeah um i mean ultimately the the machine was created to put shoes on animals god i forgot all about <laughs> the shoes <laughs> i think ultimately that's the only reason i'm just rube goldberg really needed he had some sort of weird thing going on. He just could not stand the sight just of always, uh, always putting shoes on animals. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it's like, maybe it's kind of like the game Horizon Zero Dawn, where <laughs> there was a whole civilization that reached the peak of technological advancement it's possible mm-hmm. to humans, and that is Rube Goldberg devices that can shot animals. Yeah. And so the world is just covered in these things that are are like, just just like perpetually spinning around doing their thing and shotting animals <laughs> and but that that's a civilization has collapsed and now it's our modern society and we just keep but those devices are still out there they're still active and they are still trying to shot animals but they're not what they used to be so they're just fucking killing people i mean it just happens sometimes i feel like the predators are wrapped up into this in that a predator showed up and predators if you remember don't wear shoes at all so a predator showed up, and this machine came and threw some shoes on him, and that's the ultimate humiliation for a it was, predator. It was an incredible insult! You it, cannot incredible. cover predators. Feet. So they keep coming back to try and challenge this, and they keep getting shoes. Just, just they get shod left and right, and they have to go back and shame wearing their 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 new pink keds or whatever. <laughs> they don't know how to take them off. That's really that's the, the problem. They just don't know how to take yeah. these. Because it ties it it ties the knot and they don't it's a really tight double knot. Mm. 
And it turns out that's where all their powers come from. Like once you put <laughs> shoes on a predator, they're just yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, like their their camouflage technology only works on like predator outfits. So yeah. you just see these pink heads. They got these squeaking just, shoes that light up when they walk, slapping around. Yeah. You know, yeah, they can't sneak up on anybody even when they're invisible. It's just squeak, 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 squeak. It's like in uh, Native American culture. Like if you can touch an enemy in combat without hurting him, like that's. That's like a huge, like you automatically become like a, a war chief because your skill is so great. And it's like in predator civilization, if you can, if you can put shoes on another predator, like that's the gravest insult. Like <laughs> <laughs> you keep what you shot. <laughs> Sneak up on it. Yeah. <laughs> and now this thing is just like, they can't, they can't stop they it. They can't stop it. And everyone, it's the ultimate yeah. shoe machine. And now it's become a whole civilization, like sort of defining thing, where it's like whoever can face the Rube Goldberg machine and not come away with shoes on is the new ultimate war chief. So the predators don't even really care about us. No, right? Like the the, the creatures on this planet. It's the anti yeah the, their their hatred of shoes. <laughs> they're just they're just trying to get to Goldberg himself mm-hmm. and shoe him. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a shoe vendetta that goes back hundreds of years. Yeah. yeah. And the price must be paid. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what? That new Predators movie is coming out, what, <laughs> tomorrow? It's, if none of this is in there, I'm going to leave the theater. It's not going to be... If I don't see a single shod <laughs> pelican, I'm out. I don't care how good the rest of the movie is. Yeah. I need birds with shoes. Yeah. If I don't see Arnold Schwarzenegger put some Air Jordans on a Predator, <laughs> I am walking right out of the theater. You know what? That is a hazard more than anything. I guess a Predator would be dishonored by the fact that they were shot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But still, Air Jordans, like, there's nothing that's going to give that Predator more, like, more yeah, bounce, it, well, more yeah, ups, you gotta, more game. You, you know? gotta, you gotta give them something to compete with Arnold. The first, the first Predator that Arnold fought was too easy, was, and he uh, needed to yeah. up their game. Yeah, yeah, he's gotta, he's gotta give them that extra bounce. That would make for like the greatest Nike Air Jordans commercial of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Is Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, giving a predator an Air Jordans to level the playing field? Yeah. Uh, now, now we are even. And then getting murdered by the predator because you're unstoppable once you have Air Jordans on. They yeah, both jump man. super high, and the commercial ends when they're about to fight. <laughs> Who would win? Yeah. That's perfect. Who would win, Arnold Schwarzenegger or the Predator? Well, the Predator already lost in Air Jordan. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's tough. That's a better Space Jam, honestly. Wow, I have such high hopes for the new Predators movie <laughs> and the new Space Jam. Movie. <laughs> predators, Space Jam Two. Well, imagine if like the aliens they fight in Space Jam Two are Predators. Yeah. <laughs> Just murdering people left and right. In Air Jordans, yeah. <laughs> so what so what animal, what animal would you shod first? Uh, your your first challenge. Trick question. It's predator every time. Every time. Yeah, the, the predator is the goal. I mean, or a blue footed booby. You got to start low. You know, you got to get like a dog. You got to get your 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 best friend, the dog, first. Oh yeah, you got to work and your then way you up. Gotta, then you got to go to cat, and that's fucking challenge. That's, that's a that's a big jump. That's new. You know, I think I'm gonna make man scout the thing. <laughs> 
or at the very least the man scout bandolier and i'm going to make badges for it and one of them is going to be the, just the face of the predator <laughs> i defeated i defeated and shot a predator <laughs> shot a predator or it's like the face of a predator with a shoe underneath it yeah. or something like that yeah is it... and I, then i want people to ask about that badge uh. and you know and about man scouts actually this is my so far this is my only man scouts badge but man it was tough. It's a big one. Boy, it was a doozy to get. That's a that's a that, that's a real that's a real fighter. I had to design a machine that would capture an alien and put shoes on it. I had to build a robot entirely out of dominoes. <laughs> and all I could use was a handful of marbles, a couple wooden planks, and my own intuition. Two rubber bands. Hi, my name is MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> I've defeated the predator. Oh, we need to bring... Wow, what's the actor who played MacGyver? He was in Stargate. No, I know who you're talking about. That'd be awesome. Because, God, Predator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, God bless him, he tried his best to build a Rube Goldberg device. It only really had one action. No, it only, just the spike, yeah, just one The mechanism. spike gate thing that he built, you know? Yeah. And it was bullshit. It didn't work. Oh. Imagine if MacGyver were fighting the Predator. Dude, I would, would pay, a great job. I would pay $30 to see MacGyver versus Predator in theater. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best 30, 30 whole dollars that's three times oh, market value man. of normal movie <laughs> just, I can't how's it going to get out of this one guy i just can't get over the title I'm gonna laugh about that for days. Just imagining, MacGyver, just MacGyver imagining driving, yeah, just driving by a movie theater and seeing MacGyver versus Predator. That is the greatest thing. But this is our future. Eventually, like remakes and reboots oh, yeah. of movie series isn't gonna be enough. It's just gonna be taking like like pop culture so icons bad. that we recognize. Because this will probably take place after they reboot MacGyver, which yeah. I, that's gonna Inevitable. fucking happen. Eventually. I think they yeah, did it's that. Coming around. They, it's, it's in the next few years. No, I think I feel like yeah. they did that and it already in the last five years what? they tried that it was sucked like real they, bad well yeah they'll try again they'll try yeah. again, and they'll get it right and then and then macgyver will become popular enough to get his own franchise mm-hmm. and then <laughs> he'll fall out of the the, the you know the limelight a bit and yeah. then they'll bring him back by pitting him against the, uh, see, at like, the same time yeah in the 19 like 30s and like 50s or whenever like universal studios had this idea already they just didn't have the quality of characters they had like dracula versus the mummy and like the thing from the black lagoon versus frankenstein and all that shit like that's that's great but like they did not have the quality of creatures such as macgyver macgyver (laughs) well i thought you were gonna say the predator because they did try alien versus predator and we all know how well that went. yeah it just wasn't right but that's because like because that's because you don't like the audience. There isn't anyone that the audience can really see themselves. No, in you can't empathize with Predator or mm-hmm. Alien. You're just watching two monsters yeah, exactly. kill each other. But I can empathize with MacGyver. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. I can empathize with the guy with a mullet. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Who makes all kinds like just makes shit blow up out of nothing. Mm-hmm. We just we just made a million dollar idea out of nothing here. Yeah. yeah. Well, another one, another million dollar idea. It's one of our it, many. Or at the very least, a $30 idea. Oh, that's my thing. Yeah, I'll pay $30 for that. I'll, I would pay somebody $30 to just, like, a puppet show that shit to me. If it was Dude, a... pay me $30. I will, this will be my next movie project. I, I shit you not. I will go online. I will buy a, 
I under with under thirty dollars with a thirty dollar budget, I will find a predator costume <laughs> and a, a mullet. As long as it's a rubber band. As long as it has a solid That's script. That's all you need. A solid script with solid science behind MacGyver's okay. actions. That's a fucking big ask for thirty dollars. <laughs> Brian has a lot of expectations. For it's going to be all improv, and there's going to be no science. No way. No way. <laughs> all the money is going to go to a Rube Goldberg device. Yeah. I'm probably gonna have to put my own money into it. This was we got a fifteen dollar predator costume, a fifteen dollar mullet wig, and a thousand dollar Rube Goldberg device. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Oh man, that sounds like a movie to me. I'll take it. Yeah, it does. Uh, that sounds like a world to me, honestly. Yeah, we did it. We did it. We did it again, guys. I feel pretty good about this one. Turned really did. Turned lead into gold one more time. There's, we got. <laughs> yep. We really made those dogs fuck. Yeah. <laughs> did we did we reverse engineer a wolf? Uh, no, but um, we definitely got shoes on those dogs. Not this even time. close. But we, we put some... shoes on those dogs and made them go to town. We got some shoes on some animals. Sex yeah. Shoes. Um. All right. Well, that's the world. Uh. Balled up. Throw it away. This has been disposable worlds. Yeah. Um. You can catch us on Reddit at the in the subreddit disposable worlds and. Give us ideas. Go nuts, man. Uh, find us on Facebook and find us wherever quality dog fucking occurs. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. Um, Your mom's house. That... Dogs fucking dogs, not humans fucking dogs. Yeah. Um, thank it's you. It's kosher. Thank you to everyone from Belafonte for not fucking dogs. <laughs> and for the, for the use of our theme song, Bastion, off their EP Prime Radiant, which can be found on... Apple iTunes and Spotify. Spotify. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There she blows.